0: This is The Point, professional investing in Australia with Pendle. Welcome to The Point podcast from Pendle. We heard so much about impact investing in 2021. Can we expect the same over the next 12 months? What's it mean for portfolio construction? To help us unlock some of the answers, we have Tim Crockford, Senior Fund Manager at Regnan, speaking to us from London. Tim, welcome to The Point. Thanks for having me. Let's start from the very beginning. Define impact investing... In a regnant context so impact investing in a general context
1: is really all about uh, making investments with the intention of generating a specific and measurable positive impact so it's about directing capital towards companies that can really contribute solutions to some of the major environmental and social challenges that the world is facing. In a regnant context, of course, being part of the Pendle group, that means we're very much focused on marketable securities, on credit and equity. And here in London, we manage a, a global impact investment product.
0: Okay. We heard so much about ESG and impact investing last year, particularly in the lead up to Glasgow. Was that peak impact investing, or is it going to continue to be as much focus this year and beyond as there has been? I'm pretty
1: comfortable in forecasting that it's not peak impact investing. I think, you know, we look at some of the stats in terms of uh, flows into impact classes. And uh, as you rightly say, you know, over the last 12 months, perhaps even a little bit more than that, we've seen a massive pickup in terms of assets flowing into impact investing vehicles, of course, depending on how you define impact investing. But what we see generally across the board regardless of how you define it we are very much at the early stages of assets really coming into dedicated impact strategies so i think that's very exciting from where we sit because you know whereas for a long time the sort of investors we would speak to were located in you know a very concentrated area perhaps within europe Uh, i think now more broadly we're seeing Demand for impact investing strategies broaden out worldwide. So, I think that's exciting from where we are with respect to the industry. And I think we are at the very early stages of this. With respect to interest and media coverage, absolutely. I think, look, going into COP last year, there was a, a lot of focus on it. And the global pandemic only helped to really shine the spotlight on impact investing. So, I think, you know, hopefully now things get a little bit quieter in terms of the hype. And we focus more on seeing people actually convert into these strategies.
0: Okay. So with that in mind, the fact that it's actually early stages for impact investing, how does that translate more generally to the outlook for the next year to three years? And I'm really trying to get to the number. How should investors be thinking about it?
1: Look, I think the impact investing strategies, regardless of the asset class, regardless of you know how you're investing – there are always going to be long duration strategies. They're always going to be investments that you make with view to you know, the very long term. So I think that that has to be a consideration for anyone who is thinking about making a step into a, an impact investment vehicle. I think from a public equity point of view, what that means is that impact investors will run with portfolios which are vastly different to the global equity benchmarks that you might try and measure their performance against, particularly with respect to the type and the size of company that you're investing in. Impact investing vehicles by their very nature will tend to divert capital towards smaller and medium-sized companies as opposed to some of the world's mega caps and uh, some of the blue chip stocks that will typically dominate equity indices so i think investors need to have that in mind because what it means is that in more traditional terms these are strategies that will run with very high active shares very high tracking errors and that causes of course you know relative volatility compared to the benchmark on both sides of the coin but i think what we're finding more and more is that investors across all shapes and sizes of investors they like that. They like the long term view that impact investors take. They like the fact that they can understand the themes that will ultimately drive the creation, the, the growth of their capital over the long term holding periods that impact investors typically take. You know, So I think more and more we see investors resonating with this longer term view and seeing through the shorter term noise and volatility that markets typically throw up.
0: It means then that as an investor, I'm going to have to think a little bit more laterally than previously, where you know I might just compare to benchmarks and things like that. But what you're saying is if you want to be in impact investing, and I presume you're saying that over the longer term, it's likely to outperform because it is at the beginning of its life cycle. If that's the case, investors are going to have to rethink a little bit about how they compare, what they're trying to kind of get out of it and how they judge their investments.
1: I think the way in which they judge their investments in the longer run will still you know the, the old rules will still apply but uh, I think it's you know you've kind of alluded to it there it's it's more the time frame on which they judge them which is important and I think like you said over there you know, you're talking about companies that are transforming not just the actual communities and environment in which they have an impact but they themselves as businesses are being transformed by the rapid growth in demand. That they are seeing for the products and the services that they sell. And of course, you know that's not something that plays out in a matter of weeks, months, or quarters. Yeah. You know, that's something that plays out over multiple years as they move up the adoption curve. So yeah, I think investors that are new to impact investing need to keep that in mind because particularly in periods like this where markets are highly volatile and it's sentiment that's driving equity prices as opposed to actual fundamentals and and revenue and earnings growth. Typically, that is going to mean that you get some big swings around in, in shorter term performance.
0: Okay. So if I'm putting together a portfolio and I want it to be an impact investing portfolio, what are the things I should be looking for? What are the things I should be wary of? Well, I
1: think with impact investing being in its early days, I think obviously it's easy enough to call a strategy an impact strategy I think that the challenge is really proving that you're doing what you say on the tin so in terms of what you should be looking at as an investor looking for an impact strategy I think the first thing you have to dig under is understanding what the investments are and perhaps more importantly the process to validate the impact that those investments potentially will have. You know, because it's all well and good sticking a, a few pictures of solar panels or wind turbines in a presentation. Really, what you need to look for is the repeatability with which that process can validate that an investment is in fact going to have a net positive impact over the course of its holding period. So, I really think it comes down to process to validate and show, you know, articulate to the investors what that impact is. It comes down to expertise as well. If you look at the team that I'm lucky enough to work with, the core investment team has been doing this for, for many years now. But of course, you know, we have access to some professionals in, in Regnan uh, over there in Australia you know, who've been doing this for <laughs> decades, mm. which of course really brings a wealth of experience in being able to understand the sort of environmental and social issues that we're trying to address. You know, that's what it really comes down to. This is really about problem solving. So to really understand how to solve the problem, you kind of need to know what it is that you're trying to solve in the first place. So I say the second thing is really looking deep into the skill set and the expertise that exists to be able to do that.
0: Tim, thank you for talking to The Point. Thank you so much. That was Tim Crockford, Senior Fund Manager at Regnan. You've been listening to The Point Podcast from Pendle. I'm Sean Aylmer.